Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And this is our final episode of the season. Yay! <laughs> All right, well, if you're listening to us, you might not be cheering that information, but we're cheering that information. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a, we've been trying to record this podcast for almost a week now, <laughs> and life keeps getting in the way. Uh, this season has been a bit of a slog. Um not that we don't enjoy doing this. We do enjoy doing this. It's just that, you know, we all have lives and other jobs and, you know, all this other stuff that keeps getting in the way of recording these. So we were supposed to be done weeks ago. (laughs) Just wrapping it up now, but we're getting there. Uh, So for this episode, the main topic is going to be a comparison of Cruise Line Private Islands. My favorite place on earth is Castaway Key. Disney recently announced information about their second private island that is coming in the summer of 2024, which I'm very excited about. So we decided, you know, we've been on lots of different cruise lines. Everybody's got a private island. We're going to sort of compare and contrast and talk about which ones we think are the best ones. Is it Castaway Key? Maybe not. We'll see. All right. So coming up first is our hot take. And Sharla, this was your idea. So take it away. Yeah. So my idea was um, based on kind of based on the Oscars, but kind of based on just what's going on with Disney and Disney Plus. Do we need a sequel to every single movie that's been out? That's Short answer. No. No, <laughs> no, we do not. But Disney seems to think that we do I know. need a sequel to everything um, like Inside Out, for example. Mm-hmm. Is coming out with a sequel fairly soon. Yep. Um, Frozen three, they just announced. Frozen three. Um, Which by the time you get to three, like, yeah, I mean, and, and get don't. I loved Frozen two. Oh, me too. I liked it better than the original. I did too. But do we need another Frozen? It's all about money. Um, but see, Inside Out was not. I love it, but it was not the hit that uh, Frozen was. No, for sure. So. I'm curious what they're going to do with that. You know, remember, remember like in the nineties when they had all of those straight to VHS sequels, mm-hmm. like oh, most yeah. of them didn't do well. And like these things that are on Disney plus, like Zootopia plus is a cute little cartoon that's on Disney plus, but it's, it's like a TV show, right? It's yeah, like, a, it's meant to be more it is. of a, yeah. But still, I don't, I don't know if we, if we need all this, the little mermaid two and the uh, Aladdin two and three, that were straight to VHS just don't do as well because they're not as good. So is your argument that there could be sequels, but they should basically go direct to streaming? No, not necessarily. You just don't think they should make them at all? Yeah, on some of them they don't. (laughs) Um, Again, Frozen 2 was great. And some of the Toy Story movies were great. But those also were big budget ones. So I guess if they're going to do it, Maybe they shouldn't go direct to streaming. They should go, They should be the big budget ones because that's how we're going to get the good quality content. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. What if they just created new movies? Like you said, we don't need sequels. I would love to see new movies. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. for the Oscars this year, this was the first time, like maybe only the second time in history that Disney did not win a best animated feature. They created the genre and they didn't win because yeah. they're concentrating so hard on sequels and things like, like, make me some good new movies that people can love. Yeah. yeah. Although I love, I mean, Turning Red was an original movie. It wasn't original characters. And I thought it was fantastic. I, 
you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure why it didn't win other than I think Pinocchio was very sort of out of the box visually it compared to the win Disney animation. Disney animation isn't putting all of their their talent and money behind mm-hmm. these newer films. They're putting Agreed. them behind the Frozen 2 and and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, because that is what they know people loved. But nobody knew Frozen back in, what, 2013? Nobody right. knew what that was, and it was a hit. And and so we need more of that, please. Put that creative Great. energy behind newer Can we things. also expand this to the live action? Version? I hate, please, hate, yeah. hate, hate more than anything these remakes of Disney movies. I don't need to see Pinocchio remake. I don't care about the Little Mermaid remake. I'm so over it. We don't need them. Period. Full stop. Yeah. I, I kind of like them from a nostalgia standpoint that I enjoyed the new Lion King because I liked the Lion King, but did we need it? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, and I know the, you like Cinderella too, right? Yeah. I liked that movie probably more than the cartoon because <laughs> I don't love the cartoon. Well, I don't. So, eh. <laughs> <laughs> She just stuck her um, tongue out at me, people. <laughs> the, um, but I am, I am excited about the Little Mermaid because it's different than just the animated one. So I think I think that'll be fun. Aladdin he, I liked as well. So here's I so I have not seen most of the live action ones. I did see the jungle book, which I did really enjoy. Yeah, that one was good. Um and I saw the commercial the other night for The Little Mermaid and I think it looks amazing. And I love Haley, whatever her name is. Um Hallie Bailey. Bailey. I yeah, and I always want to call her Halle Berry. That's yeah. It's not right. Halle Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, you know, M- Melissa McCarthy looked amazing. But what I, what cracks me up is the way that they're trying to recreate the animated movie shot for shot in some places. Yeah. And so you see it and you're like, oh, that's cool. That looks exactly like the animated movie. If it looks exactly like the animated movie, what, <laughs> what do why we, do we need, need to do it? We don't need to do yeah, it. I, I want new stories. I want well, new stories. If you look care. At, if you look at the Pete's Dragon um, live action that came out a few years ago, it was so different. That was so different. And you know what? I loved it. I loved it too. And I'll never watch it again. Because <laughs> 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 I cried like the whole second Yeah, it's half. a heartbreaker. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it's not shot for shot. Because the original, it, I've long said, is one of my very favorite Disney movies. It's very it. campy. And this new one was not campy. No. So it wasn't a musical either. So, yeah. uh, But I think in that way, they almost did themselves a disservice because they called it Pete's Dragon. And so everybody's sort of expecting it. Yeah. To be, like that movie tanked. Yeah, but it was it great. It did not do well. It was and great. And it's great. Though. Yeah. And All so right. I think well, that's, they... our, that's our hot take. Go watch the new Pete's Dragon, Bring Tissues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what do you think? Do you... Our list, our beloved listeners, do you like these? Do you like the live actions? Do you like the constant sequels? Like I was reading something the other day and they said something about in one of the sequels where the Little Mermaid has a daughter. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> How did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missed that entirely. Um, that went right to VHS. She yeah. wants to be a mermaid and not live on the land. Ooh. Of course. But, oh, right. Ariel, now what? Taste of your own medicine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that meme that's going around about um, you know, watching the, the Little Mermaid as like, you know, a, a kid or a teenager or whatever, and then watching it as a parent. And you were like, you better get your behind back in that ocean, you know? <laughs> 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 um, 
And like, I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are, young lady. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a different take on a lot of Disney movies, a lot of just movies in general that like I loved as a kid, like Adventures in Babysitting. Adventures in Babysitting, you know, when I was young was like the funniest movie ever. Adventures in Babysitting as an adult is my worst nightmare. <laughs> like, um, that is another movie that is on Disney Plus that they have redone. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's what made me think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's our heart hot take. What is yours? Email us at info at disneyparkprincess.com or post on the Disney Park Princess Facebook page. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to discuss Cruise Line Private Islands and why is Castaway Key the best? No, just kidding. Stay tuned. <laughs> if you're like me, you have post-its and scraps of paper and receipts and places that you have jotted notes down on. And they're probably scattered all over your house. No, just me? (laughs) That can't possibly be true. But if you are like me and you're looking for a way to organize all of your plans for your upcoming Disney, Universal, or other vacation, look no further. Disney Park Princess has created a series of vacation planning journals designed by each of your Disney Park Princesses. Three separate covers, one by me, one designed by Heather, and one designed by Sharla. And if you look at these covers, you can instantly tell who designed which one. (laughs) Go to DisneyParkPrincess.com, click on Shop Our Must Have Items and Gift Guides, and in the drop-down box, click Shop. You can also purchase these directly on Amazon, but of course we hope that you go through our website. So whether you like the classic navy blue and pink of my cover, the gold and rose gold elegance of Heather's cover, or the 90s-inspired colors on Charlotte's cover, or maybe you want the entire set, go to DisneyParkPrincess.com and click on Shop. Thanks. All right. Let's get into this. So recently, Royal Caribbean, like there's been a bunch of sort of new private island news in the travel industry the last few weeks. So this is sort of what made me think about this. Charlie, you are our resident Royal Caribbean expert. (laughs) So, uh, and Heather, you know, Virgin and Norwegian and other. So I'm going to be leaning pretty heavily on you guys because I have simply have not cruised as much as you guys have, but. Let's start with the news about Lighthouse Point. Are you guys excited? I am. I think any any new place to go in the Caribbean is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very curious to see what it's going to be. And you know that people are just going to compare it to Castaway Key. And I kind of want it to be its very own thing. Mm-hmm. Like Castaway Key is special in a different way. Than Lighthouse Point should be. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yep. And those those cruises that do both of those locations are going to be awesome, you know, like very highly sought after. Yeah. I think once they announce what ships, you know, are going to be going to Lighthouse Point, which they have not announced yet, like we don't know in the summer of 2024 who's going to see it yet. Right. Those those cruises, the price on those cruises is going to. Oh, they're going to skyrocket. Skyrocket. (laughs) Well, some so some uh, so Royal Caribbean currently has two islands, and some of their cruises stop at both. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting if Disney will do that. Also, um, this is getting ahead of ourselves, but Royal Caribbean um, they can dock two or more ships at. In some of these places. So will Disney only have the one ship at one time at the island? 
yeah, well, we'll oh, all right, so let's let, I'm going to do the rundown of the private islands, um, at least that I know about, just so we can have a sort of guideline for what we're going to be talking about. Okay, so Disney Cruise Line has Castaway Key and will in the summer of 2024 have Lighthouse Point. Uh, Royal Caribbean has Perfect Day at Coco Key, Labadee, and just announced the Royal Beach Club that is coming to Nassau um, next year, I believe. Um, Virgin has the Bimini Beach Club, which is not a private island, technically, and we'll get into that. Um, well, neither will the Royal Caribbean one be. Neither will Point Beach, not, yeah. not neither will Royal Beach Club. Yep. Um, Norwegian Cruise Line has Great Stirrup Key and Harvest Key. Holland America has Half Moon Key, which is shared with Carnival. It's not just Holland America's, it's also Carnival's. And then Princess has Princess Key. Am I missing anything? I think that's it, so. right? Yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> uh, that's all at least the mainstream. <laughs> the mainstream ones. I'm yeah. sure there are other cruise lines that are, you know, smaller or more exclusive or, you know, higher end that have their own private beaches, private islands. But these are the, these are the main players in the private island game yeah. is what I would and say. One thing about them, too, is they are super duper close together. Like you can see the Norwegian private island, one of them from uh, Coco Cay, <laughs> Royal Caribbean's island. Really? Yeah, you can, <laughs> I mean, you can't swim there because they won't let you. But if you were a strong swimmer, I mean, you I probably could. could. You probably, yeah. you know, if you were a strong swimmer, you could do that distance. You can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and interestingly enough, like so Norwegian, for example, Great Stirrup Key is more in the Eastern Caribbean, whereas Harvest Key is more for their Western Caribbean itinerary. So that is the one thing about the private islands. There's no such thing as taking a med cruise and stopping at a private island. There's no such thing as taking an Alaska cruise and stopping anyway. These are all exclusively Bahamas and Caribbean locations. So just something to keep in mind. Because every once in a while, I will see a request come in for, you know, a cruise out of Los Angeles that wants to stop at the private island. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how well, that I works. think it's a different kind of cruise, too. Maybe not so much the Mexican Riviera cruises out of L.A., but a Mediterranean cruise is not about laying right. on the beach. It's about going to see these incredible cities of Europe and eating food and, and, and all the history and, and, and things like that. It's not so much just palm trees and sunshine. Right. So, exactly. Right. Exactly. It, it does just always crack me up, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, especially with Disney, because everybody knows about Castaway Key. So then yeah. it'll be, well, I want to do, you know, one of the European cruises, but I also want to go to Castaway Key. Mm, nope. nope. <laughs> you might be able to do that if you can get on a transatlantic. Transatlant transatlantic. <laughs> yep, that's the only way. <laughs> yep, and that's not even a guarantee, I don't think. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So let's get into, let's sort of do like a quick overview of Castaway Key in case we have new listeners or people that haven't been there before. Um Castaway Key is Disney Cruise Line's private island, and it has been, they have the, in, they own the entire island, or, or they've leased it from the Haitian government. I forget what the actual legalities of it are, but they have the entire island. Now, only about 25% of the island is developed for the use of Disney Cruise Line, um, but it's great because the ships can pull right up. You walk right out onto the pier. You don't have to tender, which means take a small boat from the cruise ship to land. Um, they move pretty much all of the shipboard operations out to Castaway Key for the day. So the kids clubs move out to Castaway Key, food moves out to Castaway Key, you know, that you can go to Cookies Barbecue, like all the activities, all the entertainment, everything sort of 
kind of moves to Castaway Key for the day, um, which is fantastic. Um, they have multiple beaches. There's family beaches, and then there's the adult-only section, Serenity Bay, which is great, family cabanas, all kinds of really cool stuff. It's one of my favorite places on Earth. Yeah. I like Castaway Key because it's so clean and mm -hmm. peaceful. It gets very Disney. It's definitely not real world Caribbean. It's yeah, very yeah. Disney, but and I don't say that in a bad way. <laughs> it's well, just, it's just it's very, very different. Nice. Like you get off the ship in in the Bahamas, and it's hustly and bustly, and you know, um, you get off the ship at Castaway Key, and it's peaceful and <laughs> yeah. quiet. And yeah, the sand is raked on the beach, and you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. Here is my, I do have a complaint about Castaway Key, um, and this wouldn't have been a complaint I would have had maybe 10 years ago, but having, you know, cruised to other private islands, I would like there to be more um, adult activities, I think, or, or even activities in general. Castaway Key tends to kind of rely on on where it is and what it is and and there's not many activities to go and play and do especially for adults only like you know they'll have yoga on the beach but that's about it <laughs> and so I, w I wish there I don't want to lay by the I'm, I'm not a person that just lays there for eight hours a day like I, I get bored so I would like to have more options of something to do live entertainment would be cool mm -hmm. sure I hear that uh, all right, so up next, Royal Caribbean. I have only been to Labadee, and that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, Charlotte, I think you're the only one of us that has been to Coco Key. Yeah, um, so I've been to both. Um, and this is, they're, they're similar. Coco K or Coco Key. I know Key is the correct pronunciation, but it, I say Coco K because it rhymes with their perfect day at Coco Perfect K. day at Coco K is the official K. name. So yeah. <laughs> don't come at me for um, <laughs> for that. However, um, I feel like with Disney Cruise Line and Castaway Key, <clears throat> more things are included than with, um, than with what is on the Royal Caribbean Islands. Mm -hmm. However, there's a lot more to do on the Royal Caribbean Islands. There's zip lining. Labadee has a, a roller coaster. Um, there's on Coco Key, there's a, a hot, hot air balloon that goes up. Mm -hmm. There's a water through a water park. Those all cost extra. Right. Um, in my opinion, they are too much extra, mm. but they all cost extra. But there's just more, there's also more to do. So you're balancing that, you know, relaxing on the beach type thing. You could do that at either, at any of these islands included with your cruise fare. Mm -hmm. um, but the especially the Royal Caribbean Islands, I think that they charge more for more things. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Um, however, <clears throat> one thing is because most of these other cruise lines offer a beverage package and Disney does not, your beverage package will be included um, at the at their islands. So at Castaway Key, there's no beverage package. There's no such thing as a beverage package. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then Royal Beach Cove is what Royal Caribbean has recently announced. This is going to be an exclusive beach area that is on Nassau. So not a private island, but an exclusive beach club. I think this one is interesting because mm. 
none of nobody gets off the ship anymore in no, Nassau. Everybody hates Nassau. <laughs> like been there, done that. It's like the number one stop on a you know a Caribbean itinerary. Everybody has been there. If you've cruised, you've been to Nassau. And so, what a neat idea to encourage people to um, get out and enjoy and, and get off the ship and give the, yeah. the the crew a break. But you're still not going to. It's still not a Nassau thing if you're just going to that beach club, but no, I but you're still you're, you're, you're on the ship. You're yeah. on the ship. Sure. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to add, and I just lost it. Oh, um, Disney's Castaway Key has an adults area, which we all love, but the Royal Caribbean Islands do not currently have an adult only area, but they do have a suite only area on yes. Labity. I think the other one is coming to Coco Cay. I was about to say, don't doesn't Coco Key also have a suite only area? I don't I don't remember, but it does have two uh, areas that you can pay extra to go to. Yeah, that's more that's more. Square Matt just posted about a suite only it area, could, but I might it, I might be it crazy. Could be. I know Labity has one. Yeah, I can't remember about Coco Key, yep. but they are doing a um, adults only area at Coco Key at some point in the future. Well, yeah. Coco K terrifies me. I have zero desire to go there. Like it just, it looks same. like such chaos. That's, I feel such exactly too the same. much. The, uh, Castaway Key doesn't have enough to do. And Coco yeah. Key has they too much. It went so far in the other direction. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ah, but, how am I supposed to relax here? It I mean, it's chaos everywhere. It's interesting because on Coco K there are pools, which co- Castaway Key does not have. I wish Castaway Key did, and we'll get yeah, into that I'd, when we talk about Virgin. Yeah, I'd be in a pool all day. Yep. I don't do that. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to me how it's just so much different. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we should also mention that Lighthouse Point is, which is part of Disney Cruise Line. I think I refer to it as a private island. It is not. It is also an exclusive section of Eleuthera, which is a Bahamian island. So it's a part of an island not an entire private island like castaway right. key is so just right. want to correct myself well that's how that is also how labity haiti is it is yes part yep of haiti. on the you tip cannot, of haiti yeah let me be clear you cannot go to haiti nope. from <laughs> this is, nope. think of it as its own private island you can't go anywhere else right exactly i think with the nassau one that royal caribbean is i mean sorry yeah that royal caribbean is putting in the royal beach club um you will be able to go to nassau but right like, you can leave is, that yeah. section and go yeah explore yep um so up next virgin which we all just sailed on a little over a year ago which has the bimini beach club now again this is not um exclusive to virgin if you go on a different day it'll have a different sign other cruise lines use it other resorts on bimini use it as well so it is not exclusively theirs um however I liked it. <laughs> this is my favorite of all of the, like, this is my jam. This is, this fits my personality to a T. I love it. I think it's better for me than any other cruise line island out there. What do you like? To, what, what do you like more about it? I love number one. It It's, first of all, it's for virgins. So it's adults only. There are no children around, which like, I'm sorry, I don't have kids. I don't want a vacation with somebody else's. Like, it's just nice to have everything adults only. But what I really like is that it's, it's a vibe and the vibe changes throughout the day. So if you go in the morning, everything is super chill. They have like this really nice relaxing soundtrack. Everything's quiet. Um, You know, they have a grove of hammocks that you can lay in if you want to sleep. They have these beautiful two pools that you can just kind of relax in. Um, And then as the day progresses, the more 
hyped up the vibe gets. So, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be a beach boot camp workout class. They do um, stand up paddleboard yoga. They have um, adult day camp. So, like, remember when you were a kid and you went to summer camp and you did, like, you know, tug of war and, and dodgeball and all those games? They have that and it progresses throughout the day until it gets to the afternoon and it becomes like, a big pool party with a DJ and dancers. They pull in floaties. So it's this kind of like European beach club vibe mm-hmm. in the middle of the Caribbean with, you know, dancing and music, but also it's playful because they have these like pool floaties and water guns and and they they'd somehow strike this balance between like sexiness and playfulness. Um none of it ever seems too risque and it's just, it's for adults having fun, you can relax, you can, you know, go hard, you can be playful, you can dance, you can do all of this. And then it continues through the night because they let you stay on the beach at night when the sun sets and they light bonfires and have live music come in. Yeah, it's a much longer day than yeah. other cruise lines. And, you you know, you're not really exactly near the ship, but they do have um, like a golf cart shuttle situation like Castaway Key does to take you to and from the ship. So you can come back and forth if you want to, you know, go back to the ship for lunch and then, you know. Yeah, it's like um, a 10 minute ride. Maybe it's not long. Yeah, it's, it's not, not long. long. And they, they do bring in their whole crew um, just like, you know, Disney does. And I, but for me, I think they have the best food of any private island I've been on. Um it's not hamburgers and hot dogs and like overcooked barbecued stuff. Like they had curries and salads and they did a pig roast, which I'm not eating, but it looked, you know, everybody was saying how delicious (laughs) it was. And like they, it's just more lighter Caribbean fare versus, you know, American barbecue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really liked how with the two pools, they sort of kept one pool a little more chill and then moved like the dancers and the floaties and the DJ and stuff to the other pool. And they're right next to each other. So you're not far from it, but it just kept like, if you didn't want to be, you know, around the the dancers or whatever, you didn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a vibe and you can choose. You can, do I want to be at the pool where the action is happening or do I want to go down on the beach and just Mm -hmm. kind of relax and stare at the ocean? And and it's, it's a really nice, choose your own adventure kind of island. Um, I, I just, I feel like they hit the sweet spot for me. Yep. Yeah. Now, have any of us, I know I haven't, but has anybody been to Norwegian Cruise Lines, Holland Americas, or Princess's Private Island? No, ma'am. Um, no, technically. No, I, technically? Stopped, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, we stopped on a Norwegian cruise at their island, but did not get off the ship. Okay. Uh, the reason that I did not get off the ship is at the time, I don't know if they do now. <clears throat> they did not have a dock. They only had the tender. You have to tender. Right. And I did not, I didn't want to see it badly enough to tender. I know that's spoiled and whatever, but I didn't want to see it badly enough to do that. So okay. I, I didn't get off. Yeah. And that is, that is one of the differences between like uh, Disney Cruise Line or Virgin and right, you know, like I definitely prefer a private Island where the ship can pull right up and you just yeah. walk right off. And yeah. prior to them redoing Coco Cay, it did not have a dock, but right. it does now. And it that dock now. is huge. And it can fit at least two ships. Yep. Uh, however, I will say that Castaway Key, you would definitely notice it if two ships were there. I don't think you'd notice it so much at um, Coco Cay. Because it's so big. Because it's so big. Yeah. Like, I even noticed with Castaway Key, like, there is a noticeable difference between when it's the magic and the wonder versus the dream and the fantasy. Oh, and the for fish. sure. Yeah. For sure. 
you can you can really feel that increase in passenger load. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, anything else about private islands? We, like, like if you could write a wish list for Lighthouse Point and take some of the things that you love from other cruise lines, private beaches and islands, what would it be? Better like, food. Cool. Better food. food. Mm-hmm. I don't like Castaway Keys food. Like, I... I Ugh, I don't like it at all. Um, better food for sure. More entertainment for mm-hmm. adults, at least. Like, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to give me like a boot camp or or something, like live music at the adults only beach would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, a little steel drum band, a little something. You know, right? Yeah. Like you have performers, a DJ on your or whatever. Ships. Yeah, pay them to come off and play for an hour. At, Do something at Coco Cay. They have <laughs> all day. These guys have have got to be. So tired of this song, but they sing this welcome song all day. (laughs) And it's live. I mean, it's steel drums and they dance a little bit and stuff like that. Um, But it's going on the entire day. I know. I know. Yeah. I would love a pool. I love the ocean. I like to be near the ocean. I'll go in the ocean, but I would, I would, I would like the option of going to a pool. Agreed. I that's I, why I like uh, Beach Club at Bimini. I, I'm not yeah. an ocean person. Like I can go into the water at Castaway Key because I can see and there's not usually waves. So like I'm okay with it. But I, I just I yeah. like a pool better. Well, a heated pool, a heated pool. None of this. We're in the Caribbean, <laughs> so it's where I want my 80 degree bath water. <laughs> <laughs> the um. So Castaway Key has those two water slides out in the in the ocean. Pelican are, plunge. Yes, yeah. that are very cute. But I think that this new island needs to have more. I mean, that's the trend that we're seeing right now is every ship that comes out, every island is doing more, more, more. And like it or not, that's the trend. And so in order to compete, I mean, Disney's prices are much, much higher. It's just starting off. So um, I'm going to interrupt you and disagree with you. Like, if it's my wish list, please don't do anything that Royal Caribbean is doing. Like, opposite. I feel like there has to be a happy medium, though. Like, sure. I don't, I don't need zip lines and roller coasters and these water parks. Like, I don't go to water parks at home. I'm here to be on the islands in the water, like getting that kind of relaxed Caribbean lifestyle. I don't need the chaos that Royal right. Caribbean brings. Right, but you don't have to do it. I mean, I'm just saying what I think they will do. And what they should do in order to bring people in. Because that's the whole, that's their I whole mean, point, is bringing they, people in. Do they need to? Their ships are know. basically sold out all yeah, the time. That's like, another do good they point. Need I don't to? know. Because Disney people, and we are Disney people, so I'm counting us among this. Like, we're a little crazy. Like, Disney does something, we just immediately think it's amazing. Like, you know, people are going and paying all this money to stay in the, the you know, yeah. the suites on the Wish. Why? like there's other cruise lines with better suites but because disney's doing it we're just like yeah cool we're here for it i I mean that's a good point but i just i i don't see it i don't see them building this new island or island area and not putting in something big yep Yep. now whether or not they will charge extra for it or any of that other stuff i do not know but i hope not because that really bugs me (laughs) it's sort of the whole thing about like when you're selling a cruise is like you know, it's all inclusive. It's all, you know, like I would rather pay, you know, we've, we've said this a million times and yet I'm going to say it again. I would rather pay more and have everything be included than pay one fee and then yeah. have you nickel and diming me for everything else. I agree. Yeah. Plus, Royal, 
I mean, plus, look at it from a travel agent perspective. We don't get paid on that. Yeah, we don't get commission on the water <laughs> no. work, so yeah. No, so, and, I mean, that's a that's something simple, but from a client perspective or guest perspective, I don't want to be nickel and dimed. I like it that, you know, I pay it all, uh, my basic cruise fare right up front, and I get most everything included. Mm-hmm. One other difference, and this we've talked about this before, Disney Cruise Line, you pay for your excursions at the end of your cruise, Royal Caribbean and some others, you pay for them up front when you book them. So that's another way that they take your money up front versus nickel, you know, so it's not as much at the end, whereas Disney doesn't nickel and dime as much, but they charge you the excursions at the end. Yeah. So, you know, it's just when you pay it, but I think, I mean. All right, well, it's the experience, right? Fan, and I think you have a better experience on Disney, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to go on the other cruise lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, like you said, it's the experience. Royal, I find, is really, really bad at nickel and diming. Like, you walk onto that ship day one, and the first three hours, there's people everywhere trying to get you to sign up for drinks packages and yeah. whatnot, even though you probably have already. Um, you know, Disney is nice in that it can be peaceful. I think the best, and and celebrity is kind of trying to do this now to compete but i think uh virgin is the best at that it's just mm-hmm. all included there's no specialty restaurants there's yeah, no beverage trying to sell packages. You a specialty dining package you don't have stuff. to upgrade in the gym your your drinks are all included your fitness classes are included your wi-fi is included everything is included you may pay yeah. more up front when you're booking your cruise mm-hmm. but it's just done taking care of nobody's nickel and diming in you and i, I yeah and celebrity is trying to to get that way. They're not quite up to the same level, but I just think it's a nicer experience. Yeah, I think that um, Norwegian Cruise Line nickels and dimes more than Royal Caribbean does from the times I've sailed on them. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like you can't go to certain shows and things like that without paying. Um, so anyway, it's really okay. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. It's just a matter of. <laughs> perspective and what you want you know you can go on any of these cruises and just pay your base cruise fare yep and it can be done. and not pay a dime extra yeah um and there's nothing wrong with that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that if that's how you want to do it but for some of them you will get i'm not going to say a better experience but i will say more if you pay more i mean that's kind of the yeah. point of everything I, capitalism yeah i mean <laughs> you, you get, get more pay pay for it, right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and i definitely find that to be true you know and it, it, it's a tough call you know it, it gets harder and harder as the years go by to justify to people the difference in price between disney cruise line and other cruise lines because i feel like the gap just gets wider and wider and wider mm-hmm. um but I will continue to pay it in most cases. Not to say I won't cruise on other cruise lines. I absolutely do. I sail on Celebrity. I've sailed on Virgin. I've sailed, you know. But uh, there's just something about the Disney ships for me that I love so much. And for me, Castaway Key, I just, as a person who is not really a beach person, I will spend more time on Castaway Key than I will any other port yeah. in, in a Caribbean or Bahamian cruise. Um, I have a Royal Caribbean cruise coming up. And... We are stopping at Coco Cay, and I looked at some of the things, and I was like, I don't even know if I'll get off the ship. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I would, I very rarely have, if ever, have said that about Casuiki. You yeah. know, I like to even just go walk around. Yeah, and there's not as much to do just walking and seeing. There's plenty of things to do at at Coco Cay, but do you? There's a, like the bikes to rent, and 
the thing like that 5k path to walk and all that stuff there's just yep. not yep so i don't even know if i will get off the ship to be honest Ooh, it'll be interesting to hear Whoa. stay tuned for <laughs> season on, three <laughs> depends on how bored i get i guess but, <laughs> but, I, but then again most people do get off the ship there so it will be a great way to enjoy the ship uh, yeah or by myself oh one of my favorite things to do is stay on the ship in a port that i have no interest in but that not like nasa because nobody gets off in nasa yeah. but like other uh, other ports that i'm maybe not particularly interested in and the ship is empty oh Oh, it's the best. That is my favorite time <laughs> it is. to visit. It's really like, nice. The yeah. rainforest room or whatever the solarium is or whatever, you know, whatever their version of that is. Like, oh, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this episode on Cruise Line Private Islands. Again, we want to hear what you think. Does an, a Cruise Line's private island factor into your decision at all on which line you're sailing on or which itinerary you're doing? Do you get off the ship at the private island? And what are your thoughts on someplace like Royal Caribbean, which is charging you to go to the water park on the private island versus a castaway key where pretty much everything is included? You can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com or post in our Facebook group. And that does it for this season of the Disney Park Princess podcast. We will be back in a couple of months, uh, probably June-ish. I'm not going to give an exact date because we haven't decided that yet. Uh, um, but summer. I'll, I'll do like Disney and just say summer 2023. <laughs> <laughs> that be might between be now and August Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget to support us on Patreon. If you enjoy this podcast, if you would like us to continue making these podcasts, Patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess is the best way to support us. You can also go to our website, DisneyParkPrincess.com. We have a blog. We have tons of information on there about Disney Cruise Line, Walt Disney World, uh, Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, Adventures by Disney. All of those things are available on our website. Um, we, have a pro we have a Facebook group for our fans as well as a private Facebook for our Patreon supporters. So, um, And we have our theme park journals, which you probably heard an advertisement for earlier in this podcast. Those are available on Amazon and through our website. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for hanging in with us as we have switched to this seasonal format. Uh, and we hope that you will be back for season three. But if you're a Patreon supporter, stay tuned because we have a Patreon extra coming up for you all about... The new song from songwriter Jax, who you might be familiar with from her song Victoria's Secret that went viral uh, last year. All about sort of Disney movies and some of the problematic themes around them. So we're going to be talking about that on Patreon. Stay tuned for that. And we'll talk to you next season. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.